Hello, everybody. Welcome to this late night edition of Caesar and the Publican. G'day, Loki. Fucking hell. Just goes bang, bang, bang. There's a new new disaster to talk about every week in this in this footy season, isn't there? I'm glad you decided we were holding off till tonight. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do it last night. Then all of a sudden, uh old media marshal and the rest of the bloody country said, oh, fuck you, Victoria. You can stay there. We don't want a bar here. Well, we don't want you anywhere near our joints. <laughs> Jog on, boys. And, and, and then Dan the Dictator, he, he had his say today as well. It's <laughs> I'm, I'm torn. I've got family in Melbourne and I feel I feel for them because... I'm not sure what? that they live in one of the 65 suburbs, though, do they? Well, Melbourne are going to go to Casey every every day of the train, and that's uh, that's <laughs> that's in all sorts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've they've instructed them you cannot get a coffee, you cannot get out, and uh, you can't fill up petrol. In other words, do not get the fuck out your car unless it's to get out to walk into the stadium. Uh, otherwise, and when you say stadium, Casey's, Casey's over. Okay, it's not a stadium. <laughs> It's a, an oval in the middle of nowhere. It's literally like you drive. We'll drive it out there. What, hour and a half or something? We were driving and we went on like three different freeways. <laughs> I remember sitting there. I was in the car with Simon and Chris and I said, how far is Casey? <laughs> and Simon said, oh, it's far. <laughs> he said, and imagine driving out there. This is, in the, this is for a trial. It was actually like 23 degrees. Because imagine coming out here when it's pissing down with rain at two degrees. Like, there's no crowd either. Well, it's like you were playing in Port Lincoln or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. The actual the actual turf wasn't too bad, and uh, the view from the from the grandstand where we were sitting. Well, not really a grandstand. I think it was just the club rooms. Cru- cruiser in hand. Sunk a few cruisers that day. Made a bit of fools of ourselves. But uh, yeah, the that this. Their training base out at Casey. Um, I don't know why they'd still be there. Surely you just pack up and come back. But uh, there's a few Victorian clubs that uh, that probably don't want to be in certain areas. And um, I can't see any clubs post this round going into Victoria to play. Can you? Any any interstate teams? Well. Fagan and Keith Thomas have to get on the same page and go, well, now, doesn't matter now, but I thought last night they have to get on the same page and just uh, have one argument. Well, yeah, I, I think the governments have, have, have yeah. they don't need to now. Yeah. So the, I'm, I'm trying to decipher what's going to happen with, the, with it, but in... in but in but what's in raised a, Ted? All of a sudden, the Richmond captain came out and said, "Oh, wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised if people uh, decide not to go to the hub." You know what? That fucking obviously makes me sick because obviously the union only represents Victorian based players, yeah, not, not not Perth or Adelaide based players. It's all right for for SA sides, WA sides to go hub in Queensland, um, and they took the piss out of me. You see the Geelong people going, "Oh, I want to." I want a toast. I want a toasted uh, cheese sandwich. Press. I want a PlayStation. This taking the piss out of uh, wanting. Was a Collingwood player, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, because you're going to go to Perth for a week. You want to even take the piss, mate? 
But was that like blood all over his head? <laughs> Taylor Adams up on the big screen, claret blowing everywhere. But um, yeah, they're, they're having a sook about that. They're going to have to go out. How many? What are we in round five or six? Five coming up. Five. So we do we do this round. Possibly, oh, who knows what they're going to do the next round? But essentially, there's twelve weeks left. Will uh, both Adelaide teams will still play next week? Yeah, in Queensland. But if they if they have to hub anywhere, they might only have to go hub in Adelaide for three weeks, and or, and hub in WA for three weeks, and who knows where the virus is going to be in in six weeks' time? They could then just go back and play their games in Victoria. So they're kicking. <coughs> <coughs> Pardon me, I've got COVID. Um, they uh, they're kicking up a stink, and they might only have to be out of, out of their state for four or five weeks, but. This is the real test for the AFL to see if it truly is a national competition because they talk about how it's a national competition but they've revolved everything around one state. Well, the entire country the entire country is open and ready to have crowds but you've got one state that can't. So the logic would be get the fuck out of there, set up in every state, have crowds and make money and get the fucking games done. I noticed on some of the football shows last night there was no mention of a South Australian hub. <laughs> of course it would be. And, but we've already played the Perth teams, the Queensland teams. So we, we can't. So there we has, can't, to, yeah, it has, there to, has be. to be a South Australian hub. It can't, well, unless we, unless we go to... Well, I think there will be. Unless there's we go to New South Wales. Well, we'll probably have to go to New South Wales for four weeks because the AFL Players Association <laughs> uh, don't represent Adelaide-based teams. <laughs> well... I don't know. I, I I can't see how they can't why they wouldn't hub in every other state or literally say get out of Victoria. It could be for the next six weeks and play. You could have you could have five teams in Adelaide, five at WA. You could have play at, at games being played at at Richmond Oval or at Nord Oval, yeah. like and ha- and have eight or nine thousand paying fans in there. Shit, I would. Can you imagine on a Wednesday night? Why can't you could, we just have twenty seven thousand playing at Adelaide Oval? I, I know, but you, if you don't want to play every game at Adelaide Oval, or you want to do different games on the days, um, uh, sorry, multiple games on the same days, and you want to rip up the turf, can you imagine like at Westies, um, Richmond versus, oh sorry, Western Bulldogs versus North Melbourne on a Friday night? I'd, I'd be, I'd be going to every AFL be, game that'd be on be here. I'd be, I'd be spending a shit ton of money. Going to these games at boutique SNFL venues, but AFL's not going to fucking do that. Boutique. What did I say? Boutique. Boutique. <laughs> boutique. I don't really care how you pronounce it. I'm just can't Mate, if you're going to if you're going to sit here, if you're going to sit here all night at t- ten thirty on a on a Tuesday night and correct what I'm saying. Quarter to eleven. Are you going to correct the time <laughs> too? Here. There's uh oh, we just watch you up on the screen, um, GWS and Collingwood and uh Jeremy Howe, that collision. I've never seen a knee or leg oh. just go like it did from pure speed and yeah. crunch. Um surprisingly he didn't do his ACL apparently. No. Oh. Did his PCL yeah. and either way I think he's out for the season or I reckon he can come back, but um that looked pretty cr- crude. But that Friday night game GWS and Collingwood, oh, I think is was probably in my game of the year. Who did you tip? Um, I tipped GWS. Oh, well played. Yeah, 
pretty good effort. Well, it's a 50-50 game, so I thought GWS... I reckon, uh, I reckon you're in the uh, minority picking the Giants. Oh. Maybe I'm just in the smart minority to pick the Giants, but I didn't... Uh, I went to, to do a bet and uh, looked up and the game had started, so I was a bit filthy myself, but they looked uh, they looked better. How, how much better do they look with, with Kelly, Green, um, who else came back in? One of their th- one of their big three came back in, but they they're they're they've much. And they've lost a couple as well. Yeah, but you know what? Um, I'm going to get hounded here. Uh, I believe the hype around Rao. Everyone's oh. getting up and about with Rao, but there's a kid that played Friday night that I reckon will be better than him. Or oh, I agree. <coughs> oh really? I thought I thought I was the only one that thought it. Tom Green. Good Tommy Green. The the biggest draft steal of the century. Because he was a, uh, a an academy player, and no one really kept GWS accountable, and I don't think they had to give up anything more than pick. They reckon he would have gone top top three, maybe top two. I don't reckon enough <coughs> of the clubs have kept all of the academy clubs honest. The honest enough at the draft. Well, Adelaide did. Adelaide did with. Um, or Blakey. Thomas, they went Blakey. to take Blakey. Yep. Sydney goes, oh, fuck, we've got to give up heap of picks now for yep. him. But we'll, we'll and then they did the him. same with Taron Thomas. With um, exactly the same pick. Yeah. They got to have on one, <coughs> on one pick. We'll take Blakey. Sydney's going, no, 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 no. He's, he's ours. And then uh, with this, oh, fuck, all right, we'll go Taron Thomas. And then North Melbourne comes, nah, nah, be fucked, be fucked. Nah, mate, he's ours. We've got him reserved. Because... Because he's from Tasmania, yeah. and clear, clearly we. Oh my god, <laughs> he's from Tasmania, but somehow he's an academy uh, selection for North Melbourne. But anyway, they took him, and we took Chase Jones because they've played half a dozen games at, at Bell Reeve Oval. <laughs> they get Darren Thomas. Yeah, speaking of Chase Jones, um, yes. good to see he got a little bit more midfield time. Stats weren't as high, but. The kid was in there looked, going hard and, and just had intent to win contested footy. Um, where Adelaide's at right now, I believe he has we'll to be win this the, week. He has to be. <laughs> you said that last week. Yeah, and I'm going to keep saying it until we fucking do. Might not be. Might be seven years until I'm right, but I'm going to keep saying it. But well, we'll win this week, and we won't finish bottom. Been really disappointed. No one, hardly anyone's taken me up. Only Steve Bellwood from Sidewood Wines. <laughs> Is the only one that's taken me up on a bet of crows, not fi- of crows not finishing bottom. So he thinks Crows will finish bottom? Yeah. And you, you've you got... He hopes that Crows finish bottom. <laughs> There's... I had a look at it. They've actually got odds for Adelaide not winning a game for the year now. Have 13 they? to 1. <clears throat> 13 to 1 13 to, to one. win a game? No, to not win a game for the whole year. Oh. To go through scoreless. I'd say that's fairly big odds. They are big odds, but I don't believe it will happen. Um, I don't know. <laughs> In that market, is there only two two prizes set to win a game and not to win a game? Don't know. But the, what I what we saw on Saturday, um, we saw the first half, which was Adelaide of the last two weeks, third quarter. Different side, or did Brisbane go to sleep? I don't know. Um, last quarter, much of the first half, but 
they did show a bit more intent to the footy, a bit more competitiveness. Uh, skills still shite, absolutely shite. But um, you're going to get that with the young side. But I've, the people, the Crow supporters especially, I've noticed, um, hang shit on Walker like he's the barometer. Um, the ball had not been going down there for two weeks and they've been calling for him to be, it was still to be dropped. Fault. And it was all Texas' fault. And and I thought he played brilliantly on uh, on on Sunday. He he led forward. He he w- played a bit deeper though, which was good too. Kick goals, set up three or four, perfect from your your big key forward. Um, Tell you what, there's a hell of a lot of key forwards that have kicked the same amount of goals this season or less than Tex. You don't hear any bullshit about no. them. And uh, well, they're and, not bottom of the ladder. And and their teams are pe- performing a whole lot better. And the ball was actually going into their forward 50. So Where's uh, Josh Kennedy at? How many goals has he kicked this year? Uh, fuck all. What about uh, uh, Jack Rewell? Uh, fuck all. But you know why? Richmond is shit. <laughs> you got, called it in the first got, episode. Got gifted a premiership three years ago. Was it the first episode or the second episode? You said, can I win the flag? Oh, Sure, mate. I'm not here to pump me own. Bullshit, toys. mate. You've got it. You've got the date written down. You've got the time. You set it. You know exactly when it was. But uh, <laughs> St Kilda touched him up. Um, it's good seeing Richmond struggle. I Which must admit, the, the smart money was on the Saints. So, did you tip the Saints? I didn't tip anyone. Oh, I tipped the Saints. Good for you. What was the whole? What was your whole tipping round? Um. Well, according to my tips at the pub. I uh, I got three after fossil nuts after I tipped uh, put my tips in with fossil nuts, but he obviously didn't put them in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've you've got the away teams, mate, so it's nothing. Mm. <clears throat> so Richmond have been done. The this ladder at the moment reads something of a um, I don't know. Maybe a year where there's a pandemic that's rolled through, <laughs> but you've got West Coast down the bottom. You got. Richmond down the bottom. Adelaide, I know I've shocked everyone and they're down the bottom. <laughs> but it's uh it's looking looking different to what everyone's going uh, everyone's been thinking. I did happen Gold to Coast. notice that pre season everyone was saying Adelaide'd be shit. I guess they're right. And we're shit. <laughs> and people are shocked about it. Um, You're shocked. I I I I'm still I, baffled by it. I'm shocked that people are shocked. You mean? Well, I'll back me team no matter what's going on. Yeah, Jesus, I'll back them in too. But the the biggest thing is, I still can't understand the whole fall fall from grace of where they were. They were sitting, I think it was third last year, and they were nine and four. They'd just beaten Richmond. Uh, enter one win from the next, or two wins from the next twelve games, or even that was a one win from the next ten eleven games. And now we're sitting bottom zipping four and couldn't hit a target if our lives depended on it. Like, uh, maybe the the coach that was uh, made the sacrificial lamb is sitting there going, "Well, I wasn't doing too bad." Mm. Mm. Don't know. Fucking yeah, uh, you're um. You're up and about. <laughs> you're sitting there checking your phone, looking at, at messages instead no, of concentrating. No, I was just seeing how many tips I. Not, did you ask no me? one cares about tips. Can you imagine like on your tombstone, greatest accomplishment, 
Came second in the 22 <laughs> tips of the mate of Auckland. No one cares, mate. Is there a negative, Nelly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's been a different week. What? Uh, how was your week anyway, mate? Um, how was your weekend, more so? Pretty boring. Had to go have a COVID test. You had a COVID test? Yeah. Wouldn't oh, wouldn't you've joined the club, mate. I, I wouldn't describe it as pleasant. <laughs> Uh, it's not uh, it's not something that's that you wake up in the morning and go. Oh, I can't wait to get this toilet brush shoved into my sinus. <laughs> and tell you what, but it's it's it's, an, it's a bucket list thing. And it's a toilet brush on the end of a pole vaulting pole, like <laughs> like it was scratching the back of my skull. <sighs> but were yours? How clear are your sinuses after? Or were yours? Yeah, mine were. That I not was, other, I was sneezing like a bastard on the I, way home, but. <laughs> I had it done at like uh, 11 o'clock on a Sunday it was. And then by about 3 o'clock I'd blown out what I thought was a an oyster out my schnoz. And then I was like, geez, I, um, I don't feel so sick anymore. And then I reckon that's what I should do, just go around with those those uh, toilet brushes and unclog everyone's sinuses and we're going to have issues fixed. But they've got a fair few issues in Victoria of people not wanting to take this test. 928 people over two suburbs refused to take a test. Um, but we're all in this together. Yeah, then what astounds me about that, though, we have... Um, there are countries around the world that don't have access to testing, to test for it. Yep. You've got countries that um, are third worldish, and people aren't even getting tested. They're just taking it. They're sick and they die and... And that we have a country that is walking to your fucking door, knocking on the door saying, hey, there is an outbreak. We are going to test you to see if you're all good. We're going to help you. And these pieces of shit say, no, I am not. I refuse to take a test. If you're here on fucking benefits, if you're here... uh, coming in from another country and you don't want to abide by that, that's ridiculous. But if you're also an Australian citizen and you're enjoying your job keeper, you're enjoying your bloody uh, job seeker to refuse a test, fucking clip it. They should be absolutely clipped and not uh, not get any of it. I think it's un-Australian. I hate that term. <laughs> you won't get an argument term. from me. Huh? You know what I reckon is un-Australian? What? Um, blokes what? punching blokes. And then people defending it that it happens twenty or thirty times a game. Are you? And, it, and, are it you might, and then commentators saying, "Oh, but he's in the act of tackling." You're referring to uh, ferret. I mean, merit. <laughs> Little ferret merit. Yeah. Have you actually watched it in, in full speed though? Not in. You know how you keep seeing the replay of slow mo. People go, "Oh, well, it's just a love tap." Watch it in plain vision, like like press play. Go back and press play. And he, he hits, he does hit him hard. That way. Connects back in. And then people go, oh, it was nothing. He broke a rib. Cracked a rib and, and the bloke's got a bruised lung. lung. Spent a night in hospital coughing up blood. I must admit, it, it is something that happens every day of the week. And this is the issue I have with the match review panel. If he wasn't injured and he just ran off, wouldn't have been looked at. Mm. Wouldn't have been looked at. But it's punching. It is don't punching. Know, don't know where in the rules it says you're allowed to punch. Oh, I've read a few rules. It says you oh. can punch to the head and to the groin. 
but you can't punch the ribs. Okay. I must have been that sick that day when <laughs> when that page was was removed from the rule book. You punch the ball. That's mm. that's not a groin. That's 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 a leather ball. You missed the point of my joke, but anyway, must have been must have been a rip snorter because you haven't even acknowledged <laughs> it. But uh, the end of that game was quite um, quite in. It was quite different, wasn't it? Eddie mm. Betts is Eddie Betts is claim, claim of the umpire saying it's a new rule when he paid ninety meters. You speak to an Essendon fan, they go. He didn't call play on. He 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 didn't call play on. That's why the fifty was. Sorry, the guy had run thirty meters away from the goal square. Eddie had already run twenty meters, been checked by two opponents, and then uh, was was paid a ninety five meter penalty. No, that's not true. <laughs> <coughs> that's absolute crap. What's crap? Well, it wasn't a ninety five meter penalty. It wasn't a fifty. That's for sure. It was a generous one, but it was nowhere near what's been spruiked. It was over 70. It was no way over 70. I am saying 69 metres on the dot. Yeah, right. Fox Sports measured it out, so I know it's 69 metres. How far from the centre square to the 50 metre line? From the centre square... The, the, fr- the free kicks paid at the 15 metre mark. Oh, here we go, watch it now. So he's gone, okay, I'm going to get checked here. So that's 15, I'm gonna get checked that's here 15 metres out. So there's 35. And he's gone in the centre circle. No, no, he hasn't gone. Rewind that. Rewind that. No. Because you can't? I can. Yeah. There's oh, I've rewound way too far. <laughs> so... He's paid the kick at the 15 metre mark. No, top of the goal square. No, 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 no. That's not where the where, the, where it was paid. Oh, rules. Let's have a look. Because the penalty uh. the penalty occurred out 15 metres out from goal, not not at the top of the goal square. And by the way, we, we there was some David guy, someone I'd never heard of, Cunningham on the weekend, had most posies and kicked two goals, interviewed after the game, and David Cunningham, who, the, who was he? <laughs> I had no idea ne- who he was. Never heard of him in my life. And uh, he was best on ground. There you so go. He is. So Saad runs out. So Saad's run out of the goal no, square. 15 metres out. Now, and then oh, they didn't show it. But the umpire went, here's the mark, and the Carlton bloke just kept coming back. Anyway, the mark by Townsend was good. Oh. The actual kick off the boot was delicious too. And the camera angle, I thought, oh, that's home. So he's he's not he's hit that straight on the 50-metre line, and then Liam Jones has Nosed completely through. missed the ball. <laughs> so it's managed to clear seven sets of hands, and his huge schnoz... <laughs> Has managed to thump. It's thumped into his schnoz. Great Falcon for a rush behind to save the game. There's some nuffies on Facebook saying that it, it because it it hit his head. It wasn't touched, <laughs> and it should be a goal. And and <sighs> no, mate, that's that's it's definitely touched. It's definitely touched. Whether it's by his head, foot, dick, whatever, it's touched. It's not a goal. So that was a good game. And then there was a tweet after that Carlton win. 
Oh, and you'd bring that up, wouldn't you? Oh. Fuck, I'd be doing anything to try and get noticed if I was Gibbsy right now. So. Mm. <laughs> Probably not the best way to get noticed if you Bad if you want to if you want to get if you want to get a game. Well, or maybe he wants to get a game wearing a different navy blue jumper. How old is he? 30, 30, 31? Oh, Eddie went back at 33, but um, geez, he'd be... If he's not playing at the moment, he is he ever going to play? With their, with their side. If he can't in that team. <coughs> if they're not playing him now, he's, I don't think he's going to play. Um, if they play him this week and he goes out and gets best on ground... Um, does that mean anything? If he, I don't know. I I'm astounded at the fact that Gibbs is not on that side. I don't know. I don't know why he can't get a game. I I had a look at the players playing in that uh, reserves game. The Crows played on the weekend. The sixteen aside one with Brisbane. You had Seedsman in there. You had Crouch, Gibbs, Riley Knights just come back from injury. Yep. Um, a lot of Crows. A couple of grand finalists. Three of them. Three guys that played in the... Oh, did Gibbs yeah. play in the 17 grand final? No. Okay. <laughs> He's playing for Carlton. <coughs> We're laughing at Gibbs. He's never played in any grand final, but... Um, you've got a couple of guys who played in the grand final that are sitting there. Play. Can you imagine that? You go from playing in the 2017 grand final to playing on a recreational field in a 16-a-side game with... With Brisbane players topping up on your team to to have a kick and a catch before we you actually have Brisbane players on it. Yeah, team? yeah, there's a couple. I saw them because they had the crows Gansy on, but with Brisbane shorts. Yeah, right. It, it's not. It's not uncommon. Were they though. our best? <laughs> uh, apparently, yeah. Uh, Crouch was. I don't know if they rate him best, but Crouch had a fair bit of it. But um, surely he comes back in. What did you think of the midfield? Chase Jones was okay at times. Your boy McHenry got a few more stats for kilometres. Yeah, we he had more um, more possessions by quarter time than he had uh, for the entire game against the Gold Coast. So. Do you know what I love about him? The cunt in him. Yeah. Got a bit of cunt in him. He had to go at Zorko, he had to go at Mitchell, and I'm thought this kid's a couple of games deep and he's got nah stuff you I'm gonna have a go at you. It's something the crows have lacked. And in for a, a side while. that in a side that's been been getting flogged, and he's like, Yeah, still don't care, I'm not I'm, nah, I'm, yeah. I'm not putting up with that while we're ready. Nah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a have a nibble back at you. But the the I biggest remember someone saying Rory Sloan has been on our list for twelve months and he was at Someone's place for uh, for a meal, and uh, and he they said they described him as the best thing about him. He's got just the right amount of cunt. Yeah. Like, McHenry. No, no, Rory Sloan. Rory after, Sloan. After he'd been on the Crows list for twelve months, just just that mischievous. Like. I know it's a word people don't like, and. I don't care what people think when we say it, but it's definitely one of your words. Isn't it the best way to describe someone like, you know, got a bit of cunt in him? If you go, oh, he's got a bit of niggle in him. He's got a bit of agro, a bit of aggro in him. Oh yeah, yeah. 
you say, he's got a bit of cunt in him. You know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I'd say, sorry, mum, but mum's made it clear she's not going to listen to this after the first episode with all the language. So I've told my mum she's not allowed to. <laughs> well, mum, shout out to you because uh, she's gone in for hip surgery today and her hip replaced. Just a casual little little joint replacement on a on a Tuesday, but uh, if you do listen, Mum, hope you will. And sorry about your son's language. Sorry, sorry about the C bomb, but it is the best way to describe a player with some niggle in him. Um, but I thought Adelaide moved that footy a lot better in the third quarter. <coughs> yeah. um, but I think if they're going to play, if this is going to be our shit shit year. And the year we bottom out, you've got to start playing players in positions they're going to play over the next few years. So play McHenry on the ball, play play Chase Jones on the ball, um, play McAdam in that forward pocket the whole year. Don't drop him after a week or two. I hope Hamill, play him the whole year. I hope Hamill comes up after the uh, concussion. I didn't even say I didn't even see it. I just saw that he was off at two minutes into the first quarter or something. Whoever the boundary rider was was Lynchy, I think. Was a boundary rider, and he'd already gone down to the rooms uh, for the um, for the concussion test before I realised he was off the ground. I think we did. did we see the Brownlow medalist in that game? Uh, Lock, I think he's Lachlan Neil on screen at the moment. Lachlan Neil, Lockie Neil. Yeah, uh, he, he is averaging twenty nine possessions in a playing a quarter short. Playing a quarter short, yeah. Four minutes a quarter short, and he's still averaging 29. And he kicked six behinds. A midfielder had so six it, shots on goal. So what you're saying is he's got improvement. <laughs> he can get better. Can get better. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine he's playing four-length games at the moment? Um, yeah. I'm, everyone's calling Rao for, for Brownlow, but I'm, I'm not going into that category. I think he'll, oh. he'll die off pretty quick. All you got to do is have an S- opponent. Some claim he's already got half the amount of votes to win it. Well, I think you can put 12 votes down for Lockie Neal at the moment. Do you know, Brisbane, Brisbane look real good. What are they paying for the flag? For the COVID Cup? <laughs> it's, it, it's, 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 more, it's even more COVID Cup now with all the shit that's gone this week. Um, you'd think if you win it, no matter what, it's an asterisk. Yeah, but if you win it and you get an asterisk, who cares? You get an asterisk for winning something. What did uh, so Gil said the other day? They're not going if they're going to have to stop the season again. They're not going to stop it for a couple of weeks. If they if they have to stop it, it's done for the year. Is 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 that what he was essentially no, alluding I think, to? I think they'll. I think he was alluding if they have to shut down again. They're done, but he's he's not ruling out a a two week buy, and really it's only a one week buy. Um, if teams have to, Melbourne teams have to go somewhere and relocate. Well, if if someone if say Geelong and uh, Collingwood, they're going to Perth next week, is it or this week? No, next week. Round six, Geelong Collingwood. No, the week after, isn't it? Round seven. Okay. Wasn't it the week that we were meant to be both Do, Adelaide, so, so both the, Adelaide teams were meant to be going to Melbourne? So if Geelong and if Geelong and Collingwood are going there, are they quarantining? Uh, 
I'm pretty sure they have to have 14 yes. days. 14 so days. Are they playing in their quarantine? No. Quarantining. So what the fuck are they going to do the week before? There's no, they're not having a week off. They, they're going over there and playing straight away. Yeah, so they'd leave on the Monday. Yeah. And they'd miss one game. But I don't think they are. They're scheduled to play. In Victoria, wherever they're yeah, playing, they're scheduled, and then they're scheduled to play. But we've we've seen three games get changed this week already. Yeah, correct. The, the round seven fixture won't be the round seven yeah, fixture. That's gonna be changed. But and my, uh, my and you asked before Brisbane are nine dollars. No, on, on the tab for the premiership. No, gamble responsibly. Really? Yep. Fuck. I'll, Rich, have, a, I'll Rich, have a nibble at that. Richmond are eight bucks and cannot fucking win it. Cannot win it. Um, especially, especially. Uh, I tell you who's in strife. Especially, especially now that they might have to venture more than more than three kilometres away from the MCG. Well, I tell you who's in strife at the moment. West Coast. They've mm. copped a baking from the ultimate baker, Gary Lyon, um, for their lack of effort, lack of desire. Gary, your lack of effort and desire be tested too if you're sleeping in a hotel bed for five weeks, but. What, uh, oh, well, he did for a while probably, but not because he's quarantining, but because his missus kicked what, him out. Wasn't, allowed, <laughs> wasn't allowed at home, but <laughs> is, is, do you have any weight? And I, I do. <laughs> I ha- I weight. <laughs> we've got a lot, <clears throat> we've got a lot of weight. The weight I'm talking about is the weight towards my comment in that they, this quarantining is not. Sorry, this hubbing is not working for West Coast. Do you do you follow the narrative that that's having an effect on them? Because uh, I I truly believe it would be. I think their attitude towards it from the start was what didn't work for them. Mm. They didn't want to be there. They didn't hide the fact that they didn't want to be there. And they got there what a week or two weeks before the season started, restarted, or was it one week? I don't so, and th- this is the thing, in these quarantine hubs, I keep saying quarantine, in these hubs, they're, they're essentially prisoners. They're not allowed to go out. And you, can't, you can't get in the, the cab and hire a bike and <laughs> ride down to the, the Esplanade and look at all the, the tits and ass on the beach there. You've, you can only stay at the resort and that's it. You can't go anywhere else. How is that any different from, like, I know they're at a hotel and they're not at their own home, but it's no different to... Other players that aren't allowed to leave their Well, home. I know, yeah. But you're also in your own home, though. Yeah, yeah. Massive difference. No, you're, in, I'm, you're in your own state. You're in your own... You can you can do... You can still go down and get your coffee. And I I agree. It It's clearly not working for... Well, Fremantle and Adelaide... Well, tonight, won. they're still side-bottom tonight. Fremantle and Adelaide haven't lost... Haven't won a game yet. And, it's and not affecting what, Port. And, but Port are, Port are looking okay. They've been up there a couple of weeks, and it's, it it pains me to say that they are playing. Even though Brad Ebert said after after three nights away, it's been hard work in the hub. Are you enjoy, are you enjoying watching the power play? No, I've made right, are you impressed? No, no, no. It'd have to be a hell of a lot better than that for me to be impressed with him. I got him for the flag. Not something I've ever done in my life, but 
If I'm getting on there, I may as well get on Brisbane too at nine dollars. But I'm impressed by him. I'd get on. There's not going to be a premiership winner. Oh, you think the season will be cancelled? Yeah, chance I reckon. <coughs> Don't say that. Why? If I say it, doesn't mean it's gonna. Doesn't mean I'm gonna have any. We said Richmond ain't got no hope, and they've turned to shit. Yeah, but that was obvious. <laughs> if if the season is stopped, um, because Victorian clubs don't want a fucking hub, and it, I and will write. I'll fucking write. What a man! One man right. No. Oh. There's four. There's three. There's all the other states where they want to have season footy, and they've done the right thing. And uh, everyone decided to go to your your, your marches, um, which triggered the downfall of um, the downfall of safety in, in Victoria and how they how they're handling things. Um, if hang on, if that is the thing, though, I don't disagree. That it's not necessarily the march, but it was people going, well, if you're allowed out at the march, fuck it, I'll go and do what I want. Well, fucking oath it was. There was marches in every fucking city, mate. Yeah. Cities that weren't, didn't have a shitload of active cases still. What was in Adelaide when the, they had the march? And I still don't, look, the march itself, all for it, go ahead, um, is protesting the right things. But it, it's not the time, not when we're struggling to keep this friggin' virus that some people think is not is is not harmful. Other people think it's the worst thing that's ever hit the world. Um, maybe could have just put it to the side for a bit. And maybe wait. But that was never going to happen. No. Not when you say, have a look at America now. America. Have exploded again. They're having record after record days of tests. What about and Florida? Is it, Florida is the new hub, the, the new epicenter. They call it. That's where the NBA is starting off. That's where they're restarting the NBA. What did this? What did Saber come out and say? He said, "We're pleased to confirm that thirteen player only thirteen players have tested positive so far to COVID." <laughs> We're pleased. They're, they're pleased. It shouldn't, you're all at Disneyland. Shouldn't none of you have it? We, we had one bloke test positive, which was a false positive. <laughs> and the world fucking went upside down. They wanted to kill him. Wanted to, wanted to deport the poor bastard. <laughs> and they're, they're pleased that they've had now, that? Now, he did receive a week's suspension for breaking COVID protocols. This but is what I'm saying. These, what? These, these COVID protocols I got in place. I understand why they have them in place, but I don't think the general public realise how insanely uh, hard they are, and that their their normal living rights have been completely taken away from. But all in a, the name of football. But he can get he can play this week because he served his suspension <laughs> in quarantine. So so really, is it a suspension? That's why you see those people who. Um, they they get time served. Like, oh yeah, you've got six months jail, but you've been in jail for two years waiting for your trial. Oh, time served. <laughs> That's what it was for him. You've got time served, but it's it's 
uh, it's going to be different for old steel side bottom, I think. Steel side bottom and uh, Lyndon Dunn, what they do, they went to Wellesley's house, mm. who is not a current player, and therefore breaks a code there. He's a staffer, but he's not a staffer that's in their bubble, as they call it. So they've given a list of everyone they're in contact with daily. If they're not in that, they can't go visit them. And was there a third player involved? How oh. do you know that? Oh, no, not the Howe one. Not Jeremy Howe. There was... It was still side bottom, mind you, on him for the Brownlow. Would th- does this affect the Brownlow? If yeah. you are suspended for COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it does. No, it shouldn't. Can you imagine it does? Because I'm on... So I reckon side bottom's had a fair couple of BOGs already. Didn't have a kick this <laughs> week. Huh? Didn't have a kick this week. It was awful. Or was it last week? What's, what's your view on Clarko coming out and... Uh, just brilliant deflection by that angry little man from Canova. <laughs> deflection from... What's he deflecting from? Um, that Hawthorne were rubbish. And they scraped over the line against a rubbish North Melbourne. Yeah, right and, north. And then he, and then he, but then he was commenting on Melbourne versus Geelong being two goals each. Beautiful sunny day, sunny winters, winters day in Melbourne. No rain. There's no rain. Was there? And it was like, like it's making comment on a game he didn't watch. <laughs> Mind you, it wasn't exactly high scoring in his game up until. Yeah, but, came but he was blaming the umpires for his game. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, what, was he blaming the umpires for for Melbourne and Geelong playing negative, awful football? It's not like Clarko to jump the gun and uh, presume things. Right. I, I reckon it's deflection. Deflection? Yeah. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, I know. I know where you're going with this, Clarko <laughs> jumping the gun. Thought thought you were a bloody, uh, what's it called? Oz kick coach. Oz kick coach. Oh, good luck to you, mate. Did you set him straight? No, I, just, I still thought, fuck, he's going to punch my head in at any point here. I better be careful. He looks quite strong for a little man. Should have just jumped on, really. <laughs> well, the 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 um. What the hell is this stand by for live coverage of AFL X draft? I don't reckon it is AFL X draft live coverage. I don't know what we've hit here, but the um the re- the end of the round, um kind of the the end of that round with Bulldogs and Hawthorne. Sorry, North Melbourne and Hawthorne. How do you think uh, how do you think the season is going? Because that was a thrilling end, but um, once again, we're getting low scoring. We're mm. getting not exactly entertaining footy, but really, we shouldn't be having any footy right now. It's not clearly not perfect, and and Clarko's question about if that's what we're aiming for, we're in strife. Well, it's clearly not what the aim is. Well, we're not aim. No one's no one's aiming for anything. No, but they're just trying to get it done. But it, look, like he can talk. He he started the the web back in the day mm. where they suffocated teams. Well, Rod, and then Rodney everyone, Ede, did, well, Rodney Ede was Rodney Ede, Did you read the article in today's paper? No. Uh-huh. It was Robo uh, had an interview with Rodney Ede. Rodney Ede saying that this needs to happen and that needs to happen. 
It's like, Rodney, you fucking started this. <laughs> You're the fucking flood king. Yeah, and then you pass it on to um, Terry Wallace at the Bulldogs, wasn't he? The, the flood king then too. And that other dickhead from Sydney. <coughs> well, there needs to be, if they want to change the game, there needs to be shift. There needs to be a shift in how coaches want to win the game because it seems that the flavour of the decade is you've got to win a game from defence. It's got to be a defensive game plan, defensive midfield attacking. And What's the best <coughs> form of defence, Luke? I'd say it's attack, Daniel. <laughs> but when everybody's being, when everyone's defending, it's not too much attacking. The hence, fuck all goals in all the games at the moment. The, the other w- thing, would I'll you say Port Adelaide's defending much at the moment, or are they just all no, out of attack? I'd say they're attacking. Yes, correct. Um, Brisbane. I'd say they're. Now there's been a bit, bit of talk footy. about kickwood, uh, kickwood backsing, backwards kicking. Kickwood backsing. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I, I don't think the kicking backwards has got any issue. The, the issue is the amount of rule changes made. This, this kicking out. The fact that you don't need to kick yourself and you don't have to run in the square and the player sits 20 metres back off the mark now. Port Adelaide. You, hold on, hold on. You watch every single kick out now. They just run wide and they kick it to the boundary. Of course there's going to be no attacking footy and there's not going to be as many goals when no one is setting up from... No one is taking the game on and going up the middle or, or having that shore kick and play on. They're just going wide to the boundary every single time. But Port Adelaide's got the best attacking <laughs> style, you'd say, at the moment, would you? Oh yeah. So and they've got a percentage of about twenty-seven million. Uh, they read too much into percentage. Okay. Well, you have to kick good scores to get good percentage. No, and not necessarily. You got to keep your opposition's team low, and then your percentage. Will be no, both. Both helps your percentage, <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> Fuck me. Right. Um, Port Adelaide is the number one team in the league for kicking backwards. Ooh. So you're saying they're going back to go forwards. But the thing is, you can switch the player footy and you're going to kick it backwards. So if a a team like Port continually switches the footy uh, and they're going backwards just a metre to do that, well then, yeah, they're going to have the... The the top three... uh, The top three teams in the league that, for scoring, are first, fifth... And second for kicking backwards. Wow. Oh, okay. They're fucking. <laughs> you, you, so, what's your theory no, on the pe- backwards kick then? No, people are saying, oh, you should ban backwards kicking. No, it's got nothing to do with it. What? Matthew what? Lloyd. That's, Did you? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. Did you see Matthew Lloyd's? <laughs> he said. The things to restart the to get the footy going again, backwards kicks um, to be play on, twenty meter kicks has to be the minimum amount of travel distance, and then he said less umpire interference. <laughs> uh, hang on, your mate, your mate Clarko said we don't have enough umpire interference. Oh, we've got a special guest here. Oh, that's Danny, darling. <laughs> yeah, oh my. My daughter, oh darling, Elsie's just come in for a special guest appearance. Um, she thought Danny was me. Um, might just take a 
No, we're all right. We've got a couple of minutes to go and we might call it. But, um, yeah. You all right there, darling? Didn't talk? You okay? I obviously doesn't want to talk. No special guests. Yeah, she's done the, the the standard get out of bed at uh, 11.30 and hop into Dad's bed, but she's not there. So I was, I'm not in bed, so, yeah. It's, uh, it's a big couple of days to come up, I think, mm. in uh, in Gill. Let's, before I continue a bit more on the, the next couple of days, is there a CEO in the land right now that is doing a better job? Than Gillan McLaughlin. There probably is a couple, but <laughs> if there is, <laughs> if there is, hire they're, them. they're pretty bloody good. Yeah, I think uh, the way Gillan McLaughlin has handled everything, um, from a stopping the game to restarting it to taking everything that's come his way, and to saying we'll deal with it, and finding a way to deal with it, um, is pretty fluid. Oh, mate. He's, he's amazing. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Demetrio going through this right now, Lord Demetrio, uh, with his side sidekick stain, bloody Adrian Anderson? <laughs> it would be a shit fight, and it would be, yeah, I couldn't imagine it being where it is now. I think. Uh, I think. Um, so he was just no good, Demetrio. Is that what you're saying? I just thought he had. It. He had a much bigger ego. It was all about him. I think Gillen is more more of a uh, more of an Australian football league man, whereas I reckon uh, Lord Demetrio was uh, a bit Vlad, more of a Vlad was uh, <laughs> a bit more of a Victorian centric. Vlad was like El McPherson's sister. <laughs> yeah, bit of me me time. <laughs> bit of me me time. Even even his sidekick Adrian Anderson. Um, I can't imagine them running this like. Yeah, I reckon. And, uh, yeah, Elsie's just been dropped back to bed, so that was a quick drop-off. This is what happens when you're, when you're a single dad recording a podcast in your living room. There's, there's, a, chance that, uh, there's a chance that one of the tackers will come out. But it's pretty good, pretty good work. You didn't break stride. Didn't break stride. <laughs> just got up and put her in there and continued to talk. Uh, I, did, I, I did put the girl, I did put her to bed and did a little bit of a pop-off. She had a giggle. <laughs> That, uh, not the only, yeah, not the only one that's popped off in the last uh, couple of days. Are you, talk, are you talking about the golf? Yes, Greg Chalmers. I was crying. I don't I, think it was I Chalmers. <coughs> I think it was Chalmers that that, we, that he was playing with. I'm not sure. So Chalmers has hit it, and then Poulter has farted, or yeah, I think so. Uh, well, we've got some, uh, we've got some audio here. We have the video, but uh, tell us what you think. Uh, is this the funniest thing you've heard all day? I love it. I want to know who did the fart. Because if Charles is, let's, let's just have a go I'm again. Pretty sure, I'm pretty just, sure. Just try and cipher. Because pretty sure it's Poulter that did the fart. Charles, Charles has just hit a massive drive with his driver, and uh, let's just a hear it again. Massive driver. <laughs> 
So Chalmers, Chalmers has said stay over there. So I'm gathering it was Poulter. Uh, but that, <laughs> this is the beauty of sport with microphones oh. lying around. They can pick up anything. <laughs> I love it. Oh, shit. I reckon... Uh, I reckon no. Uh, well, the sound of it, I reckon it was nearly shit. <laughs> oh, mate. I reckon on that night, we uh, we could probably uh, just let one rip ourselves and head on off to bed and, uh, on this late Tuesday evening. Um, we, uh, we're we going to do a little video on Thursday night, just a little couple-minute video on Facebook. That's some uh, funny tips. Just doing the tips. Uh, a little bit of a... Hopefully, it's got something for you to laugh at and... Um, you can dissect our tips in the comments, but um, yeah, I think t- tonight we're gonna close it off with um, with a, a song dedicated, dedicated to the to Victorian the teams. Victorians. Uh, they, they're gonna have to either <coughs> learn to hub or uh, spend weeks driving around. But um, we're gonna close it out with with a bit of uh, Incubus um, Drive, uh, one of Danny's favourites from back in the day. Uh, but everyone take care we will see you on Thursday night on the Facebook video thanks folks good night sometimes I feel the fear of uncertainty stinging clear and I I can't help but ask myself how much I let
Good night and goodbye.